millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Redmen TV. It is the match build-up show. Liverpool are in Boston, and so am I. Yours, Paul Machin, with the main man himself, Mr. Chris Pajak. Well, mate. Um, heads up, everyone. We've just had to turn the AC off to record this because it's dead noisy. It is warm. <laughs> it's very, very warm. We braved, we braved a little walk out to try little and get walk. some breakfast. It was an hour. Oh, last yesterday. Yeah, I am, oh, and man. it was, it was like. 29 degrees at 9 o'clock this morning. It's going to get hotter. It's going to be interesting. Um, so, yeah, we know Liverpool lost last night to Borussia Dortmund in South Bend in, in Notre Dame. Um, <laughs> I watched the game largely on the, on the telly, though, because I couldn't have the pace. I haven't had no sleep. You watched it half cut in the pub. We've watched it back since. Um, it's really interesting, Chris, because I think so much of what we saw will inform what we see at Fenway Park on Absolutely. Sunday. Liverpool versus Sevilla. Um, you kind of hypothesise this, I think, in the build-up to that game, that we're not going to see any more of these 45 minutes, two teams over 45 minutes. We're starting to build in the serious stuff now. We saw a mass changes, 10 substitutions on 60 minutes. I imagine we'll probably see exactly the same, so the teams will invert for this I game. think so, yeah. I, I, you know... I did. I hypothesised that that would be the case. It's what Klopp's done in his pre-season so far. It's nothing really clever there. You just look. You just have to look back and see that's what he likes to do, especially with the heat and stuff. Really working them in that sixty-minute period in the heat. Also, the, the you know there's only a couple of days. Um, it's less than forty-eight hours actually between games, mm-hmm. isn't it? So. You know, the team that did 30 minutes will do 60 minutes and essentially you've done 90 minutes. Yeah. Just spread over two days was better for their fitness, I think so. Yeah, I imagine the team that sort of finished uh, against Dortmund will be the team that starts. The people in Fenway are going to love that because that's the team with Virgil van Dijk and Jordan Henderson Absolutely. and players like that in. So I think they'll enjoy that. And I think if you if you had a thought about it beforehand, you probably would have guessed the big guns would be coming in Fenway in FSG's backyard, wouldn't yeah. you? It was interesting watching that watching that second half when that team come on. Because they won one nil. Well the first half yeah. <laughs> the first half um the, the first half team I thought performed really well, created a number of a number of really good chances. But it's there was there's just something when you start to get as much of your back five together as possible, and obviously we know Allison's still a, still a little bit a little bit away. Um Mignolet was fine by the way, but it's there's seeing Andy Robertson on the pitch Seeing Jordan Henderson on the pitch, Genie, Virgil van Dijk, as you mentioned, the likes of Trent. You, even though it was a good, it was actually a, a pretty good backline. You know, we saw the likes of Fabinho in the in the first half. There's a great sense of satisfaction, you're right, from that, and and, and you, particularly you've seen already people go mad for Virgil over here. Um, he's going to get an amazing an amazing reception. I wonder whether they will do something, whether it'll be as simple as a, the 
the exact same teams, or he might tweak it because he has tweaked the centre back pairings a lot in pre season, particularly last year. We saw everyone kind of paired with everyone. We haven't seen Gomez and Van Dijk together. But just f- yet. from the game, you know, against Dortmund, the really interesting thing for me, and again, it's something we talked about a few weeks ago, is if Virgil was to pick up an injury, who's your backup left centre half? Yeah. So I found it really interesting that it was Gomez. I yeah. thought it would be, mm. but to have it confirmed. And that's, yeah, confirmed in pre-season sure. goes in inverted Because we've seen Lovren play there already as well. Oh, last yeah. season I was sat there in, uh, uh, was it, I can't remember what game it was. Bur- no, did we play Burnley? Somebody beginning with a B. Well, we played Burnley twice because they're in the same league. No, in pre-season last season. That. And Fabinho made his debut and we were all talking about how he was dropping in from the DM between the centre-halves and clock came out and went, that's not what we wanted oh, to Chester. do. Ch- no, no, not the Chester game, no. It was, it was another one. Um, Betty. Betty, see, Betty. It was that one, yeah. and and Klopp. I I planned the stats and tactics around it. I was yeah. like on my way. I was thinking, right, okay, well, I can do something about that for the website. Like and then and then the press conference is, that's not what we want him to do. That's not, but that's what Monaco do. Yeah. So so read into it what you will. Yeah. Essentially, but Joe Gomez did start left side of the centre half. I, I, thought I got right. exactly the same thought watching that match. Just there's those moments. There's one moment where he, he he's forced to track in, and he just basically pours the speed on covers the ground and, and he makes it no problem and it was a proper Virgil thing to do it was just like casual 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 until the point where you don't you you have to switch on and then he switched on and, and, and made it a no problem situation at all um, it's kind of what he did last season you yeah. know he was he was doing that for yeah. Virgil people I think forget sometimes he, the end of the season they were taking in turns to cover for each other he's um, yeah I think he is and we, we said it at times you know it was one there was a there was a one game when Virgil didn't play and we talked about Gomez doing like a mini what are you doing? I'm laughing at the fly and wondering whether that's going to show up behind the curtain on the show. Probably not. <laughs> no um, one would have noticed it. No, the um, the doing a mini Virgil impression. You know what I mean? And, and he, we talked about them. He he is probably the heir apparent because bringing Seth Vandenberg in, who we still don't know if we're going to see. We're going to we'll be at the press conference later. Hopefully, we'll get that confirmed. We know he's training there. We think of the big tall commanding guy as always being the left side left side centre half. And, I, and that was my initial uh, thoughts when he came in. But you just don't know, do you? If Gomez carries the same temperament and has more Virgil like all-round footballing qualities, which he certainly does in terms of his calm in possession as well, that might be that might be something that we're long-term... Because, look, let's be honest, how, how do you go and find the next Virgil van Dijk? You know, I have no idea. Yeah. I think it was hard enough for us to find Virgil. <laughs> we knew where he was. was like. Um, so it's... It, it, it's a weird thing what you just said there about that left side that turns off being that commander one because I've always felt like that and it, maybe it's footy manager, maybe it's champ manager, maybe it's Sammy Ippier it's and on show, you know what I mean? And, yeah. But there's no reason that you can't just have both of them being like that and yeah. that's a, a, what at times last season Gomez and Virgil were doing. And Matt, clearly a leader. Yeah. But yeah, you, you know, I think it's just, it's so hard to get a you know, world-class centre-half that you'd always seem to have one that's slightly better than oh, the yeah. other. We might be in a position in three years' time when Van Dijk and Gomez are just level. Well, this is the, this maybe this is just you're right. Is that footy's moved on, and in terms of how you play, how you play the game, you know, we're not far from. We were watching a Daniel Klein play yesterday, and he's he's a very very good right back, but he's he's not. Uh, he's just not in the same level as Trent in terms of his all-round ability to, to play footy and, and Andy Robbo as well and you're right and maybe this is just because of how good we are and where we are now is that because Virgil can do everything 
You can do it. And you, why bother, Why have one guy who's dead good in the air and dead cool and composed and have another guy who does all the scrappy bits and pieces when you can get two to do all of it? I think it's just so hard to find. That yeah. That's why you always end up oh, in complete, that completely, completely agree. Um, but, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's an interesting one. The, the ones that stood out and the ones I'm there for still interested uh, once again to see uh, at Fenway on Sunday. Kent and Wilson, they're going to be the per- perennial talking points, I think, throughout the whole pre-season because... You can tell the 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 significant difference, but doesn't it, it almost doesn't matter which team Liverpool put out because the front three is the is the is the major miss this this preseason. Like you know, it was great seeing Virgil and Robbo and Trent as I mentioned earlier. But you know, when you're seeing the the, the teams out in the first half, it's fine. It's that you're still waiting to see those lads from the front end. We'll talk about Brewster in a minute because he's definitely worth still talking about. But I thought it was good from from a Kenton Wilson perspective, particularly Harry Wilson when that ball drops to him for his for his goal. You know it's going in the back of the net yeah. because that's what he does. And now he's a great finisher, absolutely great finisher. You know he's known for his outside of the box strikes, isn't he? Certainly last season and, and before that. But you know the touch and the finish, it's just, it had a coolness and a calmness to it that. I always think great strikers make it look easy. And, and Robbie Fowler used to talk about passing the ball into the net. And that's all that Harry Wilson did. He just mm. took the ball and passed it into the corner where the keeper wasn't. Sometimes I think people overcomplicate stuff. There's a bit, It's a freaking big goal, football goal. Like, And if you're one-on-one, you really should be banging it away. But I I, I knew that that one was going well, it's, it's But the thing is, though, not to, not to undersell it because... To the, the the reaction time he has, even just if, it, if the ball was coming and it does come straight from Fabinho, but, but he might have thought Kent was getting it. Exactly, the step over from Kent, the, from the ball, his visibility and his reaction to it to take that touch, the touch, the touch makes it gives him the ability to open his body and put him in there. So really, really, really good quality. And once again, Ryan Kent, he I. I'm sat here again for like the third preseason on a row. It might even be more at this point. And I don't know what else you can you really you really have to do. I'm not saying you know, he's not good enough to come in and you're not going right. It's Old Trafford. Sorry, Sadio, um, because Ryan Kent is Ryan Kent's better than you. He's not. He's, that's not the case at all. But in terms of having another lad, he constantly causes problems. He's always taking his man. He's always beating his man. He's getting into the box. He's creative. He, he likes play. He um, he's having another. Really, really good preseason, and maybe it's a thing. I think it was a point you mentioned again earlier on last, early on in the week about how he's made it to this level now. He's now on the, he's always on the tour. Maybe this is, maybe this is just as, this is his good opportunity to shine or whatever. But I can't see much more that he needs. Maybe, maybe a goal or two. But it's the end product, I think, with yeah. him. I, I really do, and you know, he gets the assist for me. Wilson's without mm. touching the ball. You know what I mean? Because it, it makes the goal. Yeah. So there's end product. Funny, he didn't touch it, but you, sure. you get my point. Like, yeah. um, he, he, all the things that you just said are right, but when he gets into that final third, we're not scoring enough from those opportunities, and I think that's probably the difference between him and Asadio. But it's yeah, but but again, I mean, maybe he him not scoring enough is one one thing, of course. But this is the problem with judging the front three, and we'll talk about Brewster because Brewster's the exception to this, and maybe that's just the difference is that you know good players find goals no matter what the what the circumstances, but you know it it must be more it must be quite difficult to shine because we we rely. 
so heavily on the goal. All our goals come from the front three, mm. by and large. You know, we started to see a couple trickle in. Obviously, Virgil added a, added a few. Trying, you know, um, Henderson got a couple towards the back end of the season. But the the the, the, the we are so reliant on 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 everything coming from those lads, and with the drop off of quality being so much, you wonder whether if you just put Salad and Firmino in there with Kent, Maybe. would he be would he be fine? I, I, we just don't know. I know it, it's such a difficult one because you know I've said all pre-season. I think Kent will be sold. I, I really do. But from from what he's doing on the pitch and what he's given this pre-season so far, that might be a bit sly. Mm. You know, and especially with what you're saying about them not playing with the other lads, he's doing his best, and at the moment his best looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, he Will he cut like, the mustard in the Premier League? I don't know. He doesn't look like a kid, does he? And I think what's... what's he doesn't look of, out of place. No, no. And what's interesting, though, you can tell... The, the only thing to caveat all, all this with is when you look at Oxlade-Chamberlain's performance mm-hmm. and there's a basically borderline world-class player and, you know, the, the truly, truly top-quality players always look streets better than the level of football they're playing at, no, particularly when you get to this this kind of level. I thought Ox was brilliant and very, very encouraging to see in that regard. But Brewster then... Um, if nothing else, that penalty. Jamie Carragher-esque. <laughs> he just, he just wellies it into the top bin. The steely like determination in the in the build-up to it as well. I'm so excited to watch him play, and that's one other thing for this game on on Sunday. If he gets that 60 minutes, big chance to shine. You know, he's going to be you know at Fenway in front of all the ownership, all that all that kind of thing. Um, this is like a this is that that chance and. What we saw with the Dortmund game, real step up in quality, step up in quality of opposition. We'll see a similar sort of level, probably not quite the same level of severe, but you know, again, a very, a very good quality and we'll experience. See, we'll so. see a pitch that's better for us than the game that we played on. I mean, it was terrible. Mm, terrible. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure we necessarily will see that because it's a baseball field. No, but I mean, footy pitch. like Notre Dame was laid the day before. Yeah. You know, it's going to have time to have bedded in yeah. and all that type of stuff. It's it's going to be it's going to be real grass that's yes. been there a little yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. It's got a significant advantage on Notre Dame's grass. So hopefully we'll see we'll see a better game and we'll be able to pass the ball and fizz the ball around a little bit more because it looked sticky. Yeah. You know, there were so many passes just sticking in sticking in the in the weeds as it were. So yeah, I mean, look, if Brewster gets on the end of things. It's telling, isn't it, that he's been on a lot of these tour posters mm-hmm. and you see him in more of this sort of media stuff. Well, all and, the third kit's just been released today, hasn't it? And he's he's in the photographs for that. He probably should have had his hair cut before he did that. We've all been there. We've all waiting for all his been. medals to get his hair cut, though, haven't <laughs> <isn't he? laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, good, but good, really encouraging. I think, you know, obviously four goals in, in three games is not to be sniffed at. And I don't think any of them are like, you know, goals to write home about. But I, I really like that and by, this, by the same notion. You know, if he, if he was sticking well, he's in at the top. Of it. I mean, it could do with one of them, maybe just to be like, go ahead, I can also, I can also do I'm totally this, fine with him knocking the ball in from three yards yeah. or taking pens, you know, because that's what good strikers do. The penalty you know, the, the best, good. Sergio Aguero, rightly lauded, is one of the best strikers of the last 10 years. And you remember him, you know, twatting the ball in the back of the net. He picks far more just two-yard passes into the net up yeah. than you think, like, yeah. and, and that's what great strikers do. I liked, I liked the fact that he took the penalty because it's another one of those things, you know, having a, having a penalty taker. If we've got a lad, I mean, look, he's not going to play loads of games this season, you know. Bar you know, if everyone's fit, he's just not. It's it's it's, it's the way it is. But I like that. I like it. It goes back to like Robbie Fowler, uh, you know, as you as you you, you name checked him before, but. 
a great penalty taker as well as a, a great centre forward. It adds something to you, I think, when you've got a lad there because we just haven't got that. Like Fabinho's apparently a penalty yeah, but taker, but want, we've not seen. I want strikers to yeah. be my penalty taker, and yeah. it's so strange that it's we. It's easy to get thirty you know, goals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, for me, for me, I was taking a few for us. And he's he? fucking rubbish at them. Yeah, but um, you know, Milner's the one you feel most comfortable with. Yeah. But having a striker who is going to take pens, it just it just feels right. Well, why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? You but want them example. to be the best finishers yeah, well, Mil- in pressure situations. Milner's not gonna. He's just not gonna be on the on the field, is he? You know, and that's that that's that issue. You end up with Mo Salah taking them and look for all the will in the world and his returns he's got a pretty good record actually of taking of taking pens but he's not he's not a penalty taker the same way that you know you, you see it he's great I think to have an issue I think if there's a lad who's always going to play yeah He's got it in his locker, like. Yeah. It's sans the reason that the centre forward. I never understood why Daniel Sturridge wasn't better at pens. Yeah. For someone who's so good at putting the ball in the parts of the goal where you're most likely to it's get that, it. It's isn't it? It's mad, though. But, but you think to yourself, bearing down on the keeper, pressure situation, ball at your feet. What's the difference yeah. in, in a penalty? It's mad, but yeah, yeah. Brewster can do it. Brilliant. Another, another sort of arrow in his fucking whatever. Quiver, quiver. There, there you go. go. I wasn't sure where you're going with that, but I think I feel like you nailed it. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up there. But yeah, as I said, be interested to see what happens. We're gonna be at the press conference and the open training uh, on Saturday evening, so we'll have some stuff for you. That'll be coming out very very late uh, UK time. So probably check that out Sunday morning for the guys back home. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to sweltering and watching a bit of mighty Reds action. Let us know your thoughts. What teams you want to see? Who's impressed you so far in preseason? In the comments or by tweeting at the Redmen TV. Um, and yeah. If you want more great content and coverage, go to theredmentv.com. Sign up if you want all the latest on all the transfer stuff. We've got two Reds transfer roundup shows from the last week, just gone out, and the summer football show talking about all the transfers, major happenings, ins and outs across world football. They are there for your general perusal. Thank you for watching and for listening. We'll see you all soon. Ta-da. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.